Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car ahead here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup car, the 7 Xfinity car, the 29 truck, and a full house. Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler this weekend at Talladega. I got Myatt Snyder. Hey, guys, it's KB, and we have a very special guest. Actually, three special guests, but just one of them is miked. We have the uh, lovely Chris Devota in here bringing some class to Hi the joint. One of our special guests is hot. PK is in the house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we brought the good-looking member of the family and the boss. Favorite NASCAR camera guy. We, okay, you say that, but is that true? he's truly your favorite? Well, I say you're my favorite female and reporter. And what do I always tell you? And I say, no, you say that to everybody. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, it does. Only say that to yeah, see, I know, it's okay. I know he says that to everybody. <laughs> I kiss everybody's ass. Yeah, it's, you know it's, that. I like. Not, no exclusivity. So what you been doing? Um, I was hanging out at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway for most of the weekend with you guys. Mm, that was fun. Saturday Yikes. was a long day. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's long brutal. for us, but it put it in perspective. We're we're filling time or we're doing, but you guys, you know what I mean? You're just, and race fans, you're just kind of stuck. Stuck. Waiting. Which and I got to ask you this, and I want to hear everybody in here's perspective on this. Don't you think, from an industry standpoint, I get paid to be there. So I kind of get it. But from the fan standpoint, our corporate guest standpoint, the media standpoint, the competitor standpoint, don't you feel like the communication could be better as the day goes on? Because we're making stuff up at this point. It's like, well, the concert's more important. It's going to, we're going to cancel the race to do the concert. Like, can't they do something to tell us? We're going to try to get this in, or we're going to update you every hour. Like, we all just sit around going, mm. hey, what's next? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Because we, and it's, I think everyone gets their information from different places. Mm-hmm. You know, you have sources yes. at the track that are telling you things, or me, and, but doesn't mean any of us have the right information. No. You know, we're all kind of just going off. It's just, you know, we're looking at weather, we're looking, hours, yeah. and I know that they're, you know, <clears throat> As we've seen in the past, you know, whatever the weather forecast is for the coming days is going to dictate. I mean, they're going to try like heck to get that race we in no matter it. what. Yeah. If there's rain coming the next day, okay, now we're going to try even harder because we don't have a window. I right. mean, we didn't but, hear anything until 7. 
Right. And they said, hey, driver intro is 745. Like, I just oh, hate it We've been f- sitting around for six hours in the rain eating everything <laughs> on the hauler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but I'm, if I'm a fan... I want to know. If for us, we had a lot of one main people there. We don't 60, know what to tell them. Right. 60 people. We, can't, we don't know what to tell. Like NASCAR has got, and NASCAR listens to this because everything we've suggested this year, they've they pretty much done So it. is this the, this is the number one podcast that NASCAR listens to? This is to. the number like, one NASCAR is. podcast, period. This is actually the number one podcast in America. As now. it should be. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, honestly. Look at this. Look at all these people oh, here today. I know. I oh, right. had he got a shirt. Yeah. Kristen still shirt. doesn't have a shirt. It would be, it's even, it's got to be cooler than Dale Jr.'s too, because that's got to be, I mean, you know, he needs to be. I, I can't know. look at TJ and take him serious with this <laughs> thing wrong? on his mouth today. I'm sorry. You can have to like it. it. All right, Brett, here comes the play. Do you see it? <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah. TJ's headset's a lot different today. It is. I took. We got to take a picture Normally of it. I have my cords like this, and I have to sit this close to Brett, <laughs> yeah, so that's like, why but, I chose this one. But you also make, well, because. I'm, you guys sacrificed. I appreciate you didn't we give did. me the one. I'm that... sacrificing this gigantic thing. Um, <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> John Madden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is what I feel like. I feel like a coordinator. I here, bet but... TJ watched but... ten movies during that rain delay. Well, they played three on the big screen. Top <laughs> yeah. Gun. Yeah, Top we saw Gun. Top Gun. The Elvis movie, the racing movie. Yeah. Um, cars. And yeah, they cars, played cars. Yeah. We watched yeah. a ton of college football. Didn't yeah. they play cars twice during that rain delay, or was did it they? only once? <laughs> Were you hallucinating? Uh, I, I, maybe I was hallucinating. I think it might have been twice, actually. I think it played twice in a row. <laughs> yeah. So what's crazy sure. is everyone that was there, you know, from you guys, wherever you're at, and all of us and the race fans, we're all watching a movie together Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a racetrack you know, where there's no racing. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with Brett a little bit on it, though, that we should, they should, you know, if you're going to try to get it in, at least just tell the people so you can plan for it. Yeah. Like the tailgaters, so they can plan, you know, and, and the fans and, like, people that are there, guests that are there. It'd be nice to know that, like, look, we got about four hours before the, you know, this is supposed to end. If you want to, you know, just hang out, whatever. And um, just this plan. They've been, I think we've been spoiled the last couple of years because they've been really good about calling rain delays. and Just and give outs. us an update. Give us something. They've called rain outs real early here recently in the last year or two. They've been real, real quick to call it. And it's been right almost all the time. But. Um, How about yeah. no rain on Sunday after all of oh, that speculation that it, mo- Sunday, God. Monday, Tuesday were going to be a washout? Yeah. Everyone's like, we're, we're racing Charlotte oh. after Talladega. It was so crazy. We went on air two hours. We were about two hours and 20 minutes before Green Flag. We went, so we went on at 11 a.m. Bless so, your heart. Because, you know, we're all kind of doing this. Everything yeah. was moved up. Yeah. But it was funny because you go on that early and there is nothing going on. I mean, right. it was like. Hey, it's a big, it's playoffs, and and there's like no buzz around. And then, how did you fill all of Saturday with media? Were you just it's, just trying to fill time? Well, when you got, what you guys were talking about, you know, I know that obviously we're there as media to to give fans or viewers, you know, updates of mm-hmm. what's going on. So that's the irony. Is a lot of times we don't know either. <laughs> you know, we're just I'm basing it off what the pictures I see. You know, hey, it's overcast. You know, weather's in the area. Where you know it's it, yeah. Welcome to and, the no. Home. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like pop, pop, I swear, and so I tweets. don't want people to think we're not lying to you. It's just we don't know either, you know. I and, and I know there's point, decisions being made, but they yeah. started the Air Titans at one point. I swear because TV started, they put the Air Titans out there because it was pouring, and they put them out there. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, uh, this doesn't <laughs> seem to make much sense right now. Um, and it's right; it was right at the hour I think when TV was supposed to start. But what do you think about the start time? I could have went for another hour. Like, we could have moved it up moved another it up. hour. I know. Yeah. We said that, you know, it's what, I don't know what lap you guys were on. Maybe I think we were through stage two, and you look at your, and you're like, it's 3.30, 4 o'clock. This yeah. race is going to be done. It, yeah. You know, that was nice. That was nice. It was really yeah. nice. I, and I, you know, I don't, I know they're competing against the NFL, you know, for the one o'clock deal, but I would, I saw somebody tweet something, and, you know, why not start an hour earlier? 
Because that's when people mostly tune in for the race. He's putting you on the spot because you're He's, a TV person. Well, and I don't have any, obviously, no, anything to do with like, like, the decisions. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, we've talked about this before. We, it's you know, coming I'm at me with a hitting eyes. I feel like these like dagger eyes coming well, at me. You'll have that in here. Um, <laughs> like a, we've talked about 12 o'clock starts before with, with, you know, just a good time for people to get there. But I saw someone tweet something that says capture the audience before they go to something, start with something else. And then, you know, um, Locally, they only had one NFL game yeah. on yesterday, too. The Panthers. At 1 o'clock. Well, I, I love when they move up uh, driver introductions in the Xfinity Series 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. <laughs> what does that do? <laughs> well, I guess they've got now a contract in place that they can move an event up an hour, and an hour is it. They and have I, to do it 24 hours beforehand. That's right. what I think. It, and I always it. wonder, too, and this would be, you know, for the fans, how they get their information. I mean, obviously, at the track, you know, you've, you're following the track's Twitter account and Facebook mm-hmm. and, and yeah. all of that. But, you know, if you're someone at home that's not paying attention on Saturday, you have a ticket on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, how would you know? I'll tell you who I felt bad for was Elliot because there were eight kids, 11 and oh. under, in, in his, his bus. Really? But he had, like, the whole baseball and team or something? Bodie, my, my youngest son, managed to kick a 32-ounce margarita straight up in the air. <laughs> in his bus? it exploded. Yeah, and I was like, well, I just got fired over a margarita. <laughs> Listen, yeah. with the, the, question, the bigger question is, would that be the first time you were ever fired no, over? No, no, I, mean, I, get fired, I get fired once a month. It's usually not over a margarita. What, do you, what was Elliot saying? Oh, damn. He's like, Somebody going to clean well, that up? It went all over Claudia's face, so he... <laughs> Said he felt worse call, for her. He was. He had so Will. much energy pre-race. He was running <laughs> yeah, around the car. Call Will. Call Will. Call Will. Come clean this up. Call, By the way, I saw. Uh, I saw Landon, the Elliot impersonator. Or uh, Jackman. <laughs> he's Gasman. so. He's good Gasman. at it. Yeah. yeah. We've got. We've got to get him to come on. <laughs> We're gonna tell everyone Elliot's coming. Our we'll Gasman does here. this incredible Elliot. Uh, he does his accent, yeah. so he impersonates yeah. him all the time. And last week, Elliot found out about it. How's this going, <laughs> Brett? You lose current. Current. It's pretty good. Most in the house. Yeah, Elliot's had a lot of. Ki- he had a lot of kids. At, at was Richmond? Yeah, I think he, had a lot he always of- has a lot there yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Gonna make way for the, the whole family. Bus. It was the party bus, but you literally said, "I'm going, please, dear God, stop raining, so these kids so can these get outside." So these kids can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, are you guys park. ready to go into spot on, spot off? No. Let's kick it. Kick it. Krista, we'll stop. go with you first. Spot okay, on wait. or spot okay, off? Okay, and this is... Now, I haven't been here in a while. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. This Please is explain. Where spot on is you agree with it. Spot off, you disagree or okay. you don't and like then it. why? Okay. You ready? Yep. Kyle Busch, sick post-race after inhaling CO2 fumes. Spot on or spot off? A spot off. I mean, when you, it wasn't just Kyle. I think Blech. you could tell. We did... You know, we listened or hear up interviews from all the playoff drivers in our post-race show. And we did an hour and a half post-race show, actually. Wow. So... Um, which was on NBC, which is big because obviously mm-hmm. more eyes, exposure, um, different audience. And you could hear it in the driver's voices. Like Denny Hamlin's interview. Yeah. Y- you could hear that they were, it wasn't just Kyle. I mean, Martin Truex talked about how he felt and just not being able to catch his breath. And it wasn't like that was a hot race. And you guys know, but it was humid. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know how those cars are. Yeah, obviously the cars are sealed off differently, but it was very scary. I think it's scary when you see every driver, um, you know, feeling the effects of that. Yeah, uh, definitely spot off. I mean, unfortunately for the drivers, these cars are made to keep air out. You know, there, there's not an opportunity for these guys to get air inside of the car, and that air would be fresh air. Yes, they run a duct to their helmet, but you're talking minimal opportunity to get oxygen. When, when a lot of these guys, when they leave the race car, they go straight to their bus and they breathe oxygen for 15 minutes, and supposedly that cleans all the CO2 out. That's one of the big things they do after the race. But when you look at Kyle, who probably had crush panels knocked out of his right. car, now he's given, getting even more carbon monoxide in the car than normal. I mean, when, when we look at guys like Richard Petty, 
Rick Mast, and some of the older guys, they have literally sickness today from how much they inhaled back then. So I think the new guys are learning from, from that, but I think NASCAR and these teams have to look at this and go, hey, is it worth it? What can we do to help keep these guys a little Why bit Why was cooler? it such an issue here in Charlotte? You know, I don't. I don't know the answer to that question. You know, obviously it was it was humid. There wasn't air, the air that's coming in there is probably even less fresh than normal because the density of it. I'm not a scientist, but I'll play it's one on this podcast. So moist, <laughs> yeah, so moist, moist air. Out, I think uh, gross. I think there were a lot of handling issues yesterday. Like, we how often do we see cars wreck by themselves getting into the corner? Right, and we were seeing that a lot yesterday, um, all weekend. Really, cars were wrecking by themselves. We went Dover. Nobody even wrecked by themselves. Like, oh. I mean, we didn't have it. Dover, is, is, to me, is a more challenging track than Charlotte. And we had cars spinning out. Like, Which means they're working hard. They're, and you can see it. If you went into the corner and you, like, he, like I, Denny found a lane uh, up against the wall on three and four. He went in because he got loose and it slid up there and he ended up, he stood in the gas pedal and it gained a little time off the corner. So he started running that line. Um, anytime you see a guy like Kyle crash into the corner, you know, there's, there's, you know, he Kyle's one of the best ones out there, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And you, you had guys spinning out. You mentioned Rick Mass too. I know, um, you know, we did a story with him after he, you know, all of the the effects and everything. But if you notice, he's pretty, um, he's fun. He's pretty vocal on Twitter these days. Yeah, he is. He's on there a he lot. He followed me, and I, it was the highlight of my day one time. <laughs> he's so funny. He is, he is really funny. funny on there. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Yeah. We should get him on. Spot on, spot off. You think he knows knows what a podcast is? I don't think he cares, but I think it'd be funny. (laughs) He probably lives in Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. He did. did. I mean, that. gosh, that was 10 years ago we talked to him. Yeah. Pack it up. We're going to him. We're going to him. (laughs) Mobile podcast unit. It's about a six-beer ride. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) Spot on, spot off. Robert Yates, pre-race tribute. Brett. Uh, Having worked for Robert Yates, having known and knowing Dale Jarrett, man, it gave me chills to see that car sitting out there. Uh I mean, Robert was a great guy, engine builder, turned race team owner, bought his team from the Lanier's, you know, the famous 28 Hardy's car that Kel Yarbrough drove. So, I mean, just just seeing that all go down. I had the opportunity to see Robert at Sunup Cafe down here a couple months ago, and, you know, he looked frail, but he still was sporting a smile. I mean, a guy that fought literally to the end. But I think any time that NASCAR can take and give back to those guys, man, it it, uh, it means a lot. Spot on. I was spot on to see it sitting there. I got it was exciting to see that car sitting on pit road, and uh, I was kind of hoping he stayed out there like Richard did at Darlington a little bit. Maybe yeah. take the green. He could probably still dice it up with them guys. <laughs> probably could have. It might have handled better than them cars we it got. Might have. <laughs> Me definitely spot on. And I do the pre-race show with Dale, and the first thing he did, we walked down to the set, and again, it's early. It's ten thirty in the morning, right? And that car was sitting right by our stage, and. He went right to the car. Yeah. You know, he, he walks right over. Yeah. He said it was, um, I think, what did he say? Chassis number 26. He knew it right away. He of course goes, he did. He knew which car it was, where it had raced. Yeah. Um, and while we were, and we talked to him about it on the show and how special that was going to be for him. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm representing all the drivers, yeah. you know, who drove for Robert, who Robert gave an opportunity to the Yates family. Right. And I think he took that to heart. But he said... He said, that's, that was, that was one of my best friends. He, he talked about that. I mean, when you, when yeah. drivers talk about those cars, like they're living things, you do kind of get chills, but he was so, he's like, I'm going to get reunited with, yeah. with my best friend in a couple minutes. And yeah. that was really cool. Isn't cool. he like the nicest guy? So I tell him that all the time. I go, why are you so nice? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you're a hall of famer, cup champion, but he's so nice. Yeah. So we're in Vegas. This is years ago. We're at, we used to go out there for the Super Bowl every year and we're in Vegas and, and, you know. Derek Jeter's there, and all these big names are there, and, and DJ's just tongues hanging out, looking at him. Like, oh, my God, you believe that? I was like, DJ, you've won Daytona 500s, Brickyard 400s, the Winston Cup Championship. Like, you're just as big a deal as they are. He's like, no, I'm not. Like, he, he's just so humble. Such a good dude. We have a good time. 
He is a very nice guy. Yeah. He gave Newman a ride to Michigan one time when we left him. It was nice of him. You left day. Newman? <laughs> yeah, they left Newman at the airport. Why? Was he late? No, no, no. First of all, there's no we in this. <laughs> Ryan Newman texted L Jr. early in the week said, hey, can we get a ride? Can I get a ride with you? Sure. He doesn't tell anybody. So we get on the airplane. We take off. Oh, Nobody Dale didn't knows. tell oh, anyone? Dale forgot to tell the he pilot. He didn't tell anybody. <laughs> like maybe the pilot should have known <laughs> Yeah, maybe somebody. And we took off, and he, we're 10 minutes in the air, and he takes headphones off, looks at me, and he goes, we forgot Newman. I'm like, oh, what's this wee stuff? <laughs> you forgot Newman, not me. And uh, luckily, Ryan found a ride with, with uh, Dale J. Newman wrecked us yesterday. Yeah, what was the deal? We, oh, wait, should we wait? No, we finish is it on here? I don't know. No, no, it ain't no on it's here. not. Spot so on. it's lap twelve or whatever yeah, it is. It's early. We're coming off of two, and Newman puts us in the fence. So that was the end of that day for Newman. That's the Hello, end of the story. Newman. How? Uh, but, <laughs> good, good you guys, story. how much damage did you Great guys have? Story. A lot. Yeah, I knocked our whole left front off. How'd you finish? Awful. Twenty <laughs> fifth, three laps down. Why didn't he lift? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's lap twelve. Did so they, so did for three hundred and thirty laps, I stood up there like this. I didn't do anything. Clint called me after the race. He said, man, I was so bored. I was having a hard time paying attention. I was like, Wait. I wasn't talking to you. I was still pissed. He always has a hard time paying attention. Well, that's why I have to talk yeah. so much. Yeah. But yeah. But I feel like maybe it was Newman still harboring um, bad feelings for being left by Dale Jr. at the airport. Possibly. Maybe he was, <laughs> he should have raked that Dale was Jr. what happened. Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. Denny Hamlin's comments on driver salaries. Uh, uh, you know, I don't really have. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> he said. Dri- so he said. Hot. Look. It's, the context was he said NASCAR drivers, based on their schedule, based on just everything about the sport, the drivers should be making NBA money. <laughs> so it's spot off because none of us have a perspective. You know what I mean? That perspective mm-hmm. is so unique to what they're going through. And I don't want to diss what they go through because I don't have that perspective. But when you say something like that, think of your audience, you yeah. know, and, and I mean, all the folks here who are watching, you know. It's perhaps I say watching a podcast is kind of funny, <laughs> yeah. but you're listening, you're listening Life. to a podcast, you know, I mean, it's, that's hard. The people who, you know, are coming to a race to be entertained and, you know, save up their money to, to do a weekend with, you know, three nights at a hotel is not cheap. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm sure I would hope when Denny said it, I, I'm, it was out of, you don't know what that context was, but he probably should have said, I probably shouldn't have said that that way. His Maybe he should have just played basketball. Well, I mean, he just... He's and white and 5'10". Like, no, I always forget Josh is here. All of a sudden, like, this voice. <laughs> no, I mean, this voice comes from the corner. No offense to Denny, but, I mean, he just built Fire. the largest house on Lake Norman because he wanted the largest Do house on Lake... you know how big Lake. it is? Yeah, it's 34,000 square feet. Yeah. It's uh-huh. got, like, yeah. four, Do you know how many people 14, live in there? Yeah, two. Three. <laughs> well, three. I, well, I guess three and a half. I don't think he even knows. I actually <laughs> live in there, and he doesn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Scott. I was saying. It's got like 14 air conditioning units on the outside. I think what he's probably... You can't say that when you just built this massive house. I think what he's probably looking at is the amount of revenue that comes into this sport. Mm-hmm. And when you read ISC and SMI and you know these TV contracts, how large they are, how much NBC and Fox pay to be here, you look at it and you go, the drivers, the athletes should get more money. The reality is that's not the way the economics work in this sport. For him to get more money... The sponsor is going to have to pay more money. So if he wants another $10 million a year, guess who's going to have to pay for it? FedEx. Because we all know NASCAR doesn't distribute that TV money to the drivers. They distribute a small percentage of it to all of the teams, which ends up being not really enough to do a whole lot. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm spot on for the guy wanting to make more money, but I'm spot off on how he thinks it's going to happen because it's not going to happen that way. I, I don't – I'm – 
I agree with you on the spot. Now, if you want to make more money, fine. But this isn't the NBA. This is a totally different like, and in, in, it's not even comparable. To that like, there's there's just no way we can. What that one guy sign a two hundred and forty million dollar contract for five years or something? I mean, there's no way we can. Well, the, do that. the owners in the NBA get all of their merchandising. They get all of their ticket sales. They get all of their TV money. Yeah, well, that's we, we don't story. get we don't get any of that because we don't own the tracks. If Denny yeah. Hamlin owned a track. He could make thirty, forty million. A what year. did you guys when uh, when qualifying went to like group qualifying and you guys had to start spotting qualifying? What did you guys get? A raise. No, but I mean, like, it's not like you're getting. We didn't get. It. We didn't get NBA not, money. That's I what I mean. I it's probably not money. proportionate to the amount the amount of more no, work you have no, to do. I got the average American raise, saying, "Hey, I'm going to be working sixty more yeah, hours a year. Mean. I need sixty more hours of pay." Yeah. I just, it's just not, I don't think you can compare it to NBA money. I don't think you can do that. Huh. It's not divided right. Like, it's not the same type of. It's not like you said. The TV money doesn't go to all all the teams. So yeah, yeah. it's different. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. Alex Bowman wins first career Xfinity race. Brett, I, I, I'll be honest with you. When they tabbed Alex Bowman to drive this car, I wasn't sold on it because I was like, the guy's never ever won a NASCAR race. Period. He's run competitively, in my opinion, in one race, which was Phoenix. Phoenix. TJ spotted it. Uh, I was like, man, you're you're gambling on this kid. Big gamble. And obviously, Rick Hendrick is an extremely intelligent billionaire, right? <laughs> so he knows more than I do anyway. But I, I was looking at this with not a lot of confidence. So I have to say, you know, spot on for not only him winning his first race, but for Rick obviously seeing something in this kid and knowing that this guy needed some experience. You can't – I don't know that we've ever seen a situation where someone sat out a full year and got into such a prominent ride like he's getting into and feeling, oh, by the way, the biggest shoes – in our sport right now. So big I think that's a pretty big deal for, for Alex to carry that confidence into the Hendrick stable. Yeah, I'll go I'll go spot on. He's earned it. He's ran he ran better than all them cup races that obviously he should have won Phoenix in my opinion. He should have won that race. But spotter. He uh <laughs> yeah. Not not the eight eight spotter though. <laughs> um you know, he was running third or fourth at Michigan when we had a motor problem. He was running we ran uh we were somewhere else running good, and we had a, some another issue. So he's ran. He was running fourth or fifth at Talladega, you know, and then obviously he's got loose in the dog leg. But he's ran really competitive. Like, he ran good. And, then, and like, you know, I, it'd be hard to uh, – I think he's ready. I do. I mean, I just think he's ready. I think he's – You going to spot for him? I don't know. Oh. Uh, he won't tell anybody what he's news. doing. And you keep needling him. Well, because I know what he's doing, but he won't tell anybody. <laughs> I'm trying to give him the opportunity to tell y'all what he's doing. Did you say you were going to break that on this podcast retiring. this week? This he's week? not retiring. I'm retiring. No, he's not. Krista, I'm going to tell all these Alex people what you're doing when this is over. Spot on. I think not just for him, um, for his confidence, but it's good for it's good for the sport. You know, if he's he's going to take over, like you said, the, the big issues, the microscope, the fishbowl that he's about to enter. And he knows it a little bit from, from subbing for Dale, but is huge. And for him to come in with some momentum, some confidence, anytime the... Alex Bowman, Chase Elliott's, Daryl Wallace's mm-hmm. win, it's its good for the sport. But it, I'm, I'm happy for Alex. So yeah. am I. I know Alex really well, and we saw him go through a lot last year um, emotionally when he ran for us. So that win for him, I, I even said it on Twitter, if it wasn't one of our guys winning, he was. I was so thrilled that he could be in victory lane yes, on Saturday. Yeah. That was really great. Spot on, spot off. Matt Tiff to RCR Xfinity team in 2018. TJ. Um. You know, spot on for RCR to get, you know, obviously Matt brings some money to the table. That'll keep their operation, uh, the Xfinity deal probably rolling. Um, but, you know, as far as, as Matt's decision, you're leaving the best cars. You're leaving, 
you're leaving the cars that are they dominate the Xfinity series almost every week, and you're leaving there now. So, um, you know, I got to go spot off for the, you know, that decision there. Well, he was asked to leave. Well, I'm just saying. So Brandon Jones is apparently he and Brandon Jones are effectively swapping organizations. Brandon Jones is going to get in that car. Matt Tift is going to RCR. And if you're Matt Tift and you can't run top ten at JGR, what are you going to do when you get to RCR? Like that's what I'm saying. He's going to struggle. I, I mean, he had an opportunity to get it done this year, and he didn't get it done. So they've obviously they're going to opt to bring in a guy they think can get it done with Brandon Jones. And you know, it's great for RCR because they're sitting on five Xfinity teams right now. And last we heard, they were going to be down to two. Well, this puts them at three because they're going to run Hemrick. They're going to run the All Star Car with the Dillon Boys, and now this puts them at three. So uh, from an industry perspective, we need those guys. Just to, to, to be able yeah. to compete and to be able to keep everything going. So hopefully they continue to get even more sponsorship. I've heard a couple other names over there, uh, even a really hot female. So you never know what they may end up with. <laughs> You're right. Is it You're, Krista? I didn't know you raised Kristen. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, Thanks. That's a vote of confidence <laughs> today. Nice. Krista. Spot um, spot off. I'd say spot terrible. off, but I'm going to take a like a life <laughs> approach to it. Here's a kid who's, you know, oh. to even be back in a car, to even kind of, you know, his dream is to race cars. And he had a brain tumor a little over a year ago yeah. and didn't know if he would live, let alone get to race. So I think just the fact that he's out there gets to live his dream. You know, maybe this is a, you know, like you said, Joe Gibbs racing is so successful, especially in the Xfinity series. You know, he was not, you know, he was kind of the low man on the totem pole. Maybe over at, at, at RCR, he'll have a little bit more um, say in what goes on. Or, But I think the bigger picture is just that he gets to race. The mom and that he's approach. still out there. The mom yeah. approach to our podcast. Yes. You bring so much. <laughs> you're making she it. wisdom. <laughs> now you're making me feel bad. No, no, no. Don't feel bad. I got to change my opinion now. Just, I'll uh, make you, I'll make you just, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Just, it'll all be okay. Just delete everything <laughs> I said. <laughs> Poor guy. All right. Oh, we're going to take a quick break. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. Okay, so we're going to go into fast lane, and Krista, Krista do you remember how this goes? Okay, let me see. <laughs> so I'm going to ask a question. And each of you gets 30 seconds to voice your opinion. Okay. And the first, I mean, we can do it differently. because Basically, whatever TJ says, we just tell him he's we wrong. We tell him the opposite. The opposite. Yeah. 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 I'm on board Try with that. Try me. Try me. Charlotte again applied the sticky stuff to the surface this weekend. What's up with SMI using the PJ1, Brett? Man, I, I think this is just bad. Thank goodness they left it alone after the Xfinity race because TJ and I got to witness the groove go from the bottom to the top. And by the end of the race yesterday, to his point about Denny, they were running everywhere. But they have to stop. If, if Put the pressure on Goodyear to build a better tire and stop applying this grippy stuff because when we got there, cars were wrecking. We're losing money because it was so slick and had no grip. Krista. Oh, 
There's oh, a bell. I didn't know that happens. <laughs> yes. Sometimes uh, it works. Sometimes so my here's my question. If it makes racing better, and I know they've tried at different tracks, you know, Brist, all the SMI tracks, if right? In have theory, done it, Kentucky. it makes racing better. But uh, that was our big question is watching that practice. Okay, if the, the grippy stuff, traction comp, it's supposed to, and everyone's sliding all over, then what's different? It didn't do that at Kentucky. It didn't do that at Bristol. or You know, and I, yeah. I get every track's different. Charlotte's so temperature sensitive. But if it's not making racing better, then it's just adding complications it's just adding complications yeah so i'm oh i'm done <laughs> he's a dick like that. <laughs> i think the traction stuff is great and um really just kidding it's the worst thing ever we don't need to use it the tracks were fine uh to brett's point we need tires that wear out if once when the tires wear out the drivers are going to move around um that's what we need they uh, if you build a hard tire and you just run the bottom every single lot every single lap it's boring so we need tires that wear out, you know, guys that can save them a little bit and make a charge at the end. Just, you know, we don't need the <laughs> the grippy stuff. Where's the ding? All right. Now, is this universal for you guys? Like as spotters and, you know, that's a universal it feeling. It pretty much is. Yes. Yeah. It's it, interesting. It Honestly, it's it's not much fun going there and trying to figure out where they put the grippy stuff because that's where you're going to run. And like we ended up running on our left side is right on it there for a while. And in like... It cost us a race car on Friday as well. We got our right sides in and on exit, normal line where you come up off the corner, and it just took off. And yeah. it cost us a race car because the nozzle or whatever was like that. Are they gonna? That was that. The nozzle story was BS. What happened it was is. they put the PJ down, and they never went and ran the tire drag to rubber right. it up. So when we were the first cars on track, it you were had the, no you grip. You were the tire drag. We were the rubber. Yeah. yeah. So after everybody wrecks all day on Friday, I guess what they did Friday night. They ran the tire dragon all night. So it added the grip, which made Saturday's race a lot better than what we thought it was going to be. Because on Friday, to DJ's point, if you got in it, you were wrecking. You know, and then yeah, Don Hall right. comes out with this BS that PR play of, oh, got to put it down again. Oh, that's going to help. What was the um, what was the tire dragon's driver's name? Was it Joe? Joe. I wonder if it's the same one. If Joe travels <laughs> yeah. with the tire dragon. That's yeah. All. Joe Dragon. Joe. He's a professional tire guy. He is. What do you do? I'm a tire dragon driver. That sounds really tough. It does. Like, it's not tough, but it sounds tough. Do you think a CB handle is something to do with it? <laughs> Joe the Dragon. <laughs> Joe the Tire Dragon. NASCAR is reportedly helping find sponsorship for Bubba Wallace and Danica Patrick for next season. Is it okay for NASCAR to help find funding for some drivers, but not all? TJ. Um, I really wasn't aware of NASCAR helping finding sponsorship, but, you know, I, I don't know. That, to me, I don't know. I really can't wait just to hear Brett's opinion on this. That's my main thing. So Patrick Rogers used to work for me. Uh, he did Aaron's job. Mm -hmm. And Patrick Rogers now heads up industry marketing. He reports to Jill Gregory, which is the first female executive in NASCAR history. And that's what they created this department to do. When we did some stuff with Johanna Long, I went to that department and said, hey, I need some help. And they gave us some leads. And they opened some doors. And they conducted a photo shoot on their dime. So NASCAR is a resource for all of us in this situation. However, I'm going to tell you this, they're competing for marketing and sponsorship dollars too. So while you use that department and they're a great resource, you have to also tread lightly with their sales department because if their sales department gets a hold of anything you got going on, they'll vacuum it right out from under you. I mean, just look at the monster deal. It's sitting on a team and now it's in the, in, in the industry deal. So I think it's great that they help us. 
That was interesting. I miss Johanna Long, too. I do, too. She was a sweetheart. She is. She just had a baby. Did she really? Yeah, she lives in Morrisville. Oh, wow. Morrison Plantation. We've totally here. taken this another direction. Sorry. That's okay. We do that. Have you known Johanna Long? Mm-hmm. What's that? <laughs> that, was that was so <laughs> terrible. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. Oh, what a dad BK joke. Every time. Every time. <laughs> BK got it. What was the, what's the question? Oh, I, so <laughs> sponsorship. I think it's just the way the sport works. I mean, it, it, it's probably on paper, not right or fair. But it's a business. Mm-hmm. And like we were saying, it's different than the NBA. You can't compare salaries. You can't compare the way you find sponsorship because it is different. And the whole point is to get people interested and to watch and to follow it. And for little five-year-old boys and girls to become race fans so that when they're 25-year-old boys and girls, they're yes. watching and showing their kids. And yes. so, you know, you have to make it relatable. You know, if a little five-year-old boy out there um, looks like Bubba or a little five-year-old girl looks like Danica and can't find a, a driver to relate to, then they might not watch. And if that's a way to hook them. So yeah. is it right? Yeah, on paper, it's probably not, but I think it's just the way it has to work. I mean, Kristen's making a valid point. It, it literally, from NASCAR head perspective, it's a marketing tool. And so if it's a marketing tool that they're going to get return on and they're going to get a bigger TV contract out of and they're going to sell more mobile marketing spots because those guys are there, then there's an investment there that they're probably going to get a return on. I think you're making a better point than TJ and I could well, make that, on our own freaking also, show. Get out of here. Always, <laughs> that also makes the pie bigger, too. You know what I mean? Like the more that come in, yeah. it makes it, it bigger. Um Speaking of Danico, what do you know about Danico? Well, I'm not I don't know anything. You do what do you know? I just heard something. Who, who, what you, car? who are you spotting for next year, TJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. won't you spill you spill the beans on that, I'll spill the beans Danica on that. Danica going to a car maybe that ends in a seven? Are you gonna spot for? Could it? Maybe. <laughs> so you both have information. Neither one of you are giving TJ, it up. TJ's Brett has information. Yeah. He has information right now. I don't have anything val- well, like valid. You said you heard something. What would you hear? I said heard. It's not valid <laughs> enough for me to present it to the public. <laughs> I can't present it to the masses yet. You know, I get the female question a lot going back to kind of with Danica. And my answer is always, you know, was I given an opportunity because I'm a female to do a job? Possibly. You know, I mean, I'm sure. Right. But the, my job is to be as prepared as I can so that if a door was opened for me, because I'm a female, yeah. then my job is now to keep that door open. You know, don't let it slam shut, right. which usually means I might have to work even harder yes. because of perceptions. Or So it's, it is a double-edged sword, but I think you just take, you work as hard as you can and you're going to get opportunities. I know you're working longer during the broadcast now, but I have to ask you this. Do you work harder now? to get ready for a race than you did when you were doing truck series stuff and, and magazine shows or, or probably or, not harder. I think it's fine. It's challenging to find new ways to present the same stories. You right, know, right. I've been in the sport long enough now that 20 years, every story, how long? Uh, 17, 17, 20, yeah. 15. Yeah. 15. Yeah. So it's, you know, every story we've kind of, you know, whatever story is, is okay. The PJ one's new, but it's still talking about, you know, before it might've been tires or it might've been, you know, shaker screens at Darlington or, you know, whatever, whatever the story was. So it's finding new ways to tell stories and make them interesting and appealing so that I go, if I go back to a Bristol race 10 years ago and I'm using the same lines or the same, then I'm not doing my job. You know, it's kind of making it fresh. Do you feel like NBC makes it more about people than Fox does? Cause I feel like Fox makes it a lot about racing. I feel like you guys really try to bring the people element out. I think honestly, both try to, and I think we both did. Um, Cause yeah, I have a unique perspective of working for both. I think it's just when you get, you don't know when you get a group of people together, what that chemistry is going to be. So yeah. even if on paper you say, okay, Mike Joy, Daryl Waltrip and Jeff Gordon are going to talk about these three things. Yeah. And if you say Rick Allen, Steve LaTarte and Jeff Burton are going to talk about these three things, they might be the same on paper, but the way they talk about them will be totally different based yeah. on their experiences. Yeah. So I think it's just, you, the chemistry, it, it boils down to, you know, the spotter crew chief driver 
Yeah. We're the same way. It's right. the chemistry that you bring. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love one-liners and smart Alec things. No. Yes. And so the first NBC meeting I sat in on, I can't remember who ran it. Would it have been a guy named Sam mm-hmm. Flood yep. maybe? Yeah. So he's like, the power of the peacock. And I was like, I like this. The power of the peacock. You know, because they got the peacock thing. <laughs> yeah. And they had the old peacock up on the thing. Josh. <laughs> says, a guy, says a guy wearing a Gamecocks t-shirt. I like the power of the cocks, too. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. All righty, Brett. The first year of stage racing is nearly complete. How has stage racing changed your job, Brett? Um, Honestly, I, it becomes a mini race within a race. I mean, yesterday we had a competition caution in 35 laps. So I'm counting down as if there's only 35 laps to go in the race. And then there's only, you know, the next stage was 90. So you're counting down 60 to go in the stage, 30 to go in the stage, 20 to go in the stage. If you're on the cusp of being able to get points, that guy's going to race harder. We're going to spot harder. If you're on the cusp of, you know, not getting points, then you're really going to start thinking about strategy and presentation for your next stage. So uh, for, from our standpoint, it's, it became a race within the race. Ding, Josh. <laughs> did you just Google the next one? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. You're such a cheater. I don't have to answer the question. Also, I I didn't answer. Anyway, um, like Brett <laughs> said, you, you, you got more racing. You're not, you're willing to give up less than a long run. You don't want to, you won't let cars go as easily. Um, especially if you're in a, in a point-paying position, you're not gonna you're gonna race that guy harder than you would um, if you know you're gonna make a long green flag run and a stop, you know, under green. So these guys are forced to race a little bit harder. Like Martinsville, Ricky Stenhouse moved Kyle Busch in the last corner to get on the lead lap, which essentially saved his race. Yeah, maybe his season. Maybe his season. How do you cover it differently? So for us, and I've got two examples. So yesterday pre-race show. You know, we're talking about why do, reasons to watch. That's what you're doing is telling people reasons to watch. Yeah. And DJ is talking about, okay, these guys have a 90-lap stage. You know they're going to have to make, a, you know, a fuel stop. Mm-hmm. So look for some different things to happen, especially if you are Ricky Stenhouse. Who needs, it, it's a specific reason to watch because, to watch a driver or a situation. So I think we can tell stories differently. And the other thing is, like you were saying, you know, if you have a long green flag run, you know you don't have to race this guy hard. It's all of us in college. You have a paper due. If that paper's due tomorrow... You have to go. You have to go write it right away. If it's not due for two weeks, yeah. who's going to sit there on the first night and write it? You're not. You're yeah. going to stay up till midnight, 3 a.m. Yeah. the night before. That's what's happening. You know, it's you have that paper and that paper's due. That's interesting. I never wrote a paper. I always stayed up the night before. That's how I'm so gonna do you know how time. easy these kids have it now with Google and writing papers? We didn't have that. I know. I, mean, I had to write. The paper. You had to go to the library. <laughs> you had to go you to the library. To, I, had to, I had to dip my pen in ink and write it. Like, yeah, that's how old feather, I am. A yeah, a little pen. feather. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I think it's less easy, though, to plagiarize now because teachers you can use, and there's um, software that they can put papers through. They can. Yeah. They can catch you cheating. <gasps> Don't Holy cheat. It's bad. God. How about Derek Rose, the NBA player? He gets in the NBA, and he's like, yeah, I didn't take my SAT. I sent a kid with my driver's license. <laughs> How does that happen? So in college, my um, one of my roommates, one of my roommates dated one of the football players, and she used to write all of his papers. All of them. Hmm. I, thought, I think you can a- actually buy them online too. Yeah. Not that you I can. would know. People will write a paper and sell it. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely not getting in that business. Nah. Krista, you could. could. I, I feel like, yeah, I could. Yeah, I could write. Could do that. You could yeah. just have space somebody to write it. Yeah. 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 That might be. Yeah, I might do that. I might write papers for college kids. Just imagine. I'm gonna... You got Uber, 
to go to bars and you hire people to write papers. Well, I'm going back to school. This sounds fun. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to do anything. No, it's great. Just party. What Take a, my driver's license. Idiot. I got Take enough my money. License. I can. I can. I can hire some good paper writers. Take my li- my license, Brett. Go take this test for me. <laughs> and that's that works out. Crazy. Brett, were you a good student? I either made A's or F's. If I was interested, I'm like my transcript says A A A A D D F F F A A A. Like it's A's or F's. Pageland. But I was yeah, but he's very, So the thing with Brett is he's super articulate. You're <laughs> very articulate. I was a, I was a fun s- student. Yeah, I can imagine. Class. I see 12. that this seems very similar. Yeah. I mean, I was all in or I was like, I don't like this professor. I ain't coming back. <laughs> but you couldn't quit because you had to be full time to keep mama's insurance. I don't know how it is now. I'm sure everybody gets free insurance. It don't matter if you go to school or not. Okay. Until you're 35 now we're turning, years old. We're going well, we down that going path. But back then, if you were a full time <laughs> student over the age of so 18. So that, that was your incentive or your catalyst. Yes, because I, I like to snow ski and ride a motorcycle. So if I got hurt, I had to have insurance. You like okay. to run from cops on your motorcycle? So my first semester, I made a 3.7. Then I made a 3.4. Then I made a 0.9. Oh, and they sent a letter happened? to my house that said, I didn't go to class. They said, <laughs> if, you, what happened. <laughs> if you do this again, you're kicked out for a year. And no matter where you go to college, your classes won't transfer back in. So I was like, damn it. I got to go to so class. So you got back on the... So I went back to like a... I had to make like a three O to even stay in. They basically so said you were like the Van Wilder. Of I made one yes. A. I made like one A, a D, and two Fs that semester. That's but terrible. But I also realized I didn't want to do computer science because I couldn't party and do computer science. It required too much studying. So you so needed to find did, a major. What did you do? So I switched over to business, which I oh. anybody knew that. <laughs> Van Griffin, Pageland, South Carolina. <laughs> That was a great movie. Yeah, it was good. We are going to go into hashtag no, we're not. ask TBC. We got one more thing. Yeah, we got oh, one yeah. more thing. You just You're googled right. the Sorry. answer. Yeah, you just googled the answer. You're out. <laughs> She's running this show. You're the Chris Devota of this show. I'm not anywhere near. No, you're doing a great job. And you're screwing it you up. You have a format. There's a typed <laughs> format. Like there's a. This is an amazing. There's a guy. We have a guy that does it. That's great. He's a fan. He's does he work for JRM? Like just a guy. He's just a guy. <laughs> just a guy. Okay. Well, I think he's getting maybe his some first college show credit sheet. or something. He's an intern. Yeah. His first show sheet Josh sucked. used to do this, and then they were... T- and the Josh, Josh sucked, would so wait had to get an intern five adult. minutes before the show. Josh's give a damn was this much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Josh had a point... Maybe not even that Josh, much. It was, he was like a point oh nine or whatever. Point oh nine. He was a point oh nine. Zero point nine. Yeah. Zero point nine. Yeah. All right. The off-the-wall topic. Today is Columbus Day. Krista goes first. When did Christopher Columbus arrive in the Americas month, day, and year well october right so it's today it's october right 1492 yeah that's how dumb this question is what's supposed to answer it that's how dumb no, that's this good i'm glad tj answered it <laughs> but that's i knew how, october i just remember the song that's how or, dumb this I question had no idea it was october i just knew 1492 well it is october why would you celebrate columbus day it, i was gonna just july. july in june if they so landed in october both of us to answer that question. exactly yeah, what that, an idiot anybody work, knows the month <laughs> what an idiot uh, uh, i mean do people get off the 1776. What did we do in 1776? The, the Declaration, Declaration of Independence. Oh, my God. Well, that's kind of important. No wonder you got Fs in college. That's important. <laughs> I, I, did, I think I cheated in what history class. What month was that in? I cheated in history July. class. I, won't, I would take, so we'd have to write these essays, and I would take a sheet of paper. All you people out there. I know. I our take, kids listening. Look, this is terrible. I would take a sheet of paper this big. Yep. And have all the answers. Because they would give us. These are your potential four essays. You're going to have to do one, and they wouldn't tell you which one. So I would take this sheet of paper, and I would literally do the outline for each essay, and okay. I would have it in my, and I would literally hold it under my hand like that, and I would write my essay. <laughs> what a Because I would do my outline on the sheet of paper, then I would joke. write my essay. I would eat the sheet of paper so I couldn't get caught cheating, and out I went. A, 
<laughs> Didn't learn a thing. So Didn't it works smarter, not harder. Wow. So all you kids listening. Yeah. Do you remember those TI-89 graphing calculators? Oh, yeah, yes. those are great. Yeah. You could, I... Yeah, you could store I got stuff one of someone smarter than me to teach me how to put, like, the equations in a yes. different thing. So I, because I was terrible I at had, math. Uh, I had Mario on that thing. <laughs> so we, Mario during, so like, we, math So we didn't have great. that calculator. But our calculators had a case. You would slide the calculator up, mm-hmm. flip that, it over, slide it down. Yeah, yes. that. So when you would slide the calculator up, <laughs> so behind there would be your 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 your, sheet your, your, yeah. your sheet of paper with your formulas in it, Boy, that's and risky. you would just that is no, risky. No, no, that's risky. You, they there. start coming, you just eat it. Those TI eating paper. The TI eighty twos had that. You've case never that slid yeah. off like that. You flipped it over. No, that. we've never eaten p- paper. Well, you never had to get an A in something you didn't know anything about. <laughs> I studied. This is um, very educational in, a, in all the wrong ways. Yeah. yeah we're like that. Just trying to help all these kids out there yeah. listening. If y'all don't need to make an A, just Do the opposite of me. what Brett and TJ yeah. say to do. I would just sneak your iPhone in there or something. I don't, put your earphones in. Have the well, answers read off. Now I think, yeah, they can yeah, So every now and then I'll go back to South Carolina and speak to their sports marketing mm-hmm. people. And they all just sit in there on their iPads and play. They aren't listening to a damn thing. That's disrespectful. Does anyone, so yeah. you walk out of there and does anyone ask you questions? Like, oh, I really they liked do. what, yeah. yeah they so do. they're listening. Some of them have actually heard of me before. Which <laughs> kind of paper do you yeah. chew? <laughs> they're related to you. <laughs> well, I'm from Pageland. So it's, yeah. you know, I mean, when you go in there, somebody's going to be like, man, I went, yeah. I went to Chiral High School. Or Brett, you coming to Thanksgiving? Yeah. All right. We're going into hashtag AskDBC. These are questions off Twitter and Facebook. So any fan can um, just do that hashtag and we'll pick them on a Sunday night. At 88, Texas Car asks, how come Kyle Busch gets yellow flag for spinning and Michael Annette didn't? Bush didn't hit anything on second spin. Wish I knew the answer to this one. Brett? <laughs> What's disturbing <laughs> for us as spotters is we try to train our guys that when we say spin in front of you, the first thing that goes through their mind is to slow down and hit the brake pedal and get off the gas. When you see these ARCA wrecks, the guy will spin, and 15 seconds later, a car will come flying in there and hit him. Like, I literally will tell the driver, if you do that again, you're making me look like right. an idiot, and you look like an idiot. So what concerns me about this, and I th- we have a spotter meeting this week in Talladega, and I honestly think this will come up. What concerns me about this is everybody behind that wreck is giving up their opportunity to compete, and they're opting for safety. And they're doing it for the people wrecking and for themselves. And what we're doing after a wreck this large without throwing the yellow is we're abandoning that concept. And that makes me mad as a spotter because yesterday when Kurt Busch wrecked off a two. I got mad during that wreck. He spun off a two. We don't know if they're going to throw the yellow. So we're encouraging our guys to stay high and keep running wide open through the wreck. And then finally they throw the yellow. So the things that we've kind of made our minds come accustomed to being yellows after something like that, you're like, man, I don't. I don't know because I saw William Byron leading the race and I said to Elliot, spin behind you. We're going to get a yellow. And then I'm like, uh, we're not. No yellow. Yeah. Meantime, I think William Byron rolls out of throttle. We drive back by him. Like, I mean, you, it affects a lot of people when they throw a caution for something as lame as Derek Cope hitting the wall with two to go at Richmond way out of the groove versus Michael Annette's hood was over his windshield. I was annoyed by that, by the way. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <clears throat> and oh. he, he just spun out and kept going. Oh, I thought somebody's but, hood was up. No. Somebody he, was on the apron going like two miles an hour. But you guys make a good like point. It. The way you do yeah. your job, you know, you're. So I saw Kurt spin yesterday, and here I'm thinking, like, okay, if this thing hooks back right, we are all going to, we're all wrecking hard. Yeah. So I have Dell Jr. start slowing down. I'm like, all right, one spin in front of you, just stay high and slow down here because if he comes up, we're going low. Yeah. And, uh,. Here comes the 77 up against the wall, still in the throttle, passes about six of us. And I was like, that made me. I thought it was Stephen Wallace in the yeah. five-hour car. Yeah. So 
you know, know. he would he would have wrecked long before that point in the race. Because <laughs> yeah, I was with you know, like two I, to go. But like yeah. you said, do you stay in it or do you stop? Because you don't want to give up a spot. You know, I I yeah. don't. I kind of don't blame him because he's a younger. You know, he's going to do that stuff. These older you know, the older guys are going to be like, you but know, the I'm older not, guys are trained. Yeah, like yeah. there's a wreck. We're gonna. It's kind of like a gentleman's agreement. When you see a wreck and smoke, you just kind of slow down. Then the caution comes out. But when you don't throw it the night before. Now what we do don't do? know what they're now, gonna now do. Now I don't know what they're doing. Right. And all of us and all of us spotters that do all the series, we are trained to know a certain way, you know, when it get when there's a car slide and there's smoke, you should get a caution. Um, you know, unless it's off turn two of Daytona and there's nobody around the guy or something like that and he just spins out and keeps going. If but, you're coming back to the checker, it's a little bit different. But I mean it, yeah. it that was a really it, it puts us all in a bad future situation. He yep. was in a pack. Yeah. There was a yeah. pack of cars on a there. restart. And Michael Ness spun out in a pack of cars. There should have been a caution because we can't be having he's sliding sideways. There could a guy could drive into his door. What's right. Pemby doing? Uh, Pemby is yeah, lurking outside. Creeping yeah, yeah. Showing Ryan at port up people. So Saturday, every time Pemby would go talk to Wayne, we would try and read their mouths to figure out if we were going green or not. Are you good? R- like lip reader? <laughs> no, we're terrible. <laughs> terrible. No. <laughs> it was Pember- futile. Well, Pemberton got his uh, his briefcase out, his 1987 <laughs> briefcase. It's his European man purse. Yeah, and he like decided he was going to leave. He was like, they're going to call it. And he was ready. And I was like, dude. Nobody's called like, anything yet. All 60 of us are still here. Well, Shana, Shana would text SLHPR girl. They're getting ready to call it. Next text. They're going to keep us here till 8 o'clock. I'm like, you just text me they're getting ready to call <laughs> yeah. it. And it's 4. It goes back to the like, fact we're just, you, everyone's utilizing the sources mm-hmm. they have, but really nobody knows. Nobody she knows. was really just grinning when she sent you the one she was gonna, they were going to call it. She's like, watch this. Yeah, write no. this text. <laughs> Joe Mattis said they're going to call it. Concert's more important. Oh, no, he was texting me saying, I'm not here anymore. Text me if, they're, if I need to come <laughs> he back. Left. He yeah. left. Jeez. Yeah. We had well, a couple guys. Did, we did hear from Wayne um, Alton. We heard that they were going to keep us there until 10. But you know who they should have told? Everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. We had a couple guys up in the booth. We have some um, research guys, and they kept talking about the concert. And I'm like, what are you talking What is this concert? Why does this have anything to do with right. what's going on here? I but will say this, and maybe I shouldn't say this, mm-hmm. but oh, when God. I came, when I left and went back to the parking lot, the, all the security had left the track. To go to the concert. I parked wherever nice. I wanted. <laughs> I literally parked right under the elevator. I was yeah. hands down the first person off property because I get back over there and, you know, there's security guards. They'll lock you up over a parking pass. Like, they will literally total your car in front of you if you try to park. There wasn't nobody there. Park wherever I wanted. You're like, this they is told beautiful. us, good job, Charlotte Motor Speedway. We were hanging out up there and there was a couple of them that said, man, we can only be here. We're only going to be here until a certain time. We got to go work the concert, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's the longest day of my life. Oh, God, it was terrible. Kick it. Kick Ask Fisherman 480 asks, why no penalty for Jimmy Johnson pitting the car out of the box? Krista, I want to hear what you say and what they said because yeah. I just saw pictures. So this one's interesting, and this is what we were talking about. During the race when it happened, um, I was with Kyle Petty and I were watching the race together. Normally, DJ would be too, but he was up in the booth. The, by the way, DJ did every job this weekend at the racetrack. We told him after the post-race show he needed to sweep up the confetti yes. in victory lane because that was all that was left for him. But um, then he came down. We, the three of us did the post-race show. And I think the verbiage from NASCAR, and this came from Nate Ryan or Dustin Long with NBC, was it was not a penalty because um, what the front changer was doing was not considered servicing the car. I don't know how that can be the case. You have a jack man, a gas man, a changer, a carrier. Everything they do on that car, to me, is servicing, servicing the car. Yeah. So I guess that was the, the line, and I, I haven't seen that in print, but it was just what was deciphered to us during the post-race show. What we do know, TJ and I both, is they're never going to admit that they're wrong. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Busch won a million dollars 
at Charlotte earlier this year with missing lug nuts on the car. Million dollars. Million dollars. Won the all-star race. That's missing, NBA money. Missing lug nuts. Yeah. So, so I think it is controversial. I think it will continue to be controversial because if that's the verbiage, they weren't servicing the car. Then what? The, what's the precedent? Then what were they doing? What's the precedent that's being set yeah, now? What were for, they doing if they're not servicing? Just it? looking at it's it. It's just yeah, just cleaning it. Uh, I don't know. Is that an L or an whatever? Uh, Libris. Elbrus two thirteen. Libris. You gotta say ambulance right here, like Elliot would. First, an ambulance on the track, now stairs. What the heck is next? So, did you guys see this? That was amazing. So, Eric Jones is out there driving your show car, which Jeff Burton, I think, has manages it, right? So, he hits a staircase at start finish line. I guess security was going then, too. Yeah. How do you leave a staircase on the racetrack? How do you miss that? I don't know. That's not Eric Jones's fault. No, and they, you know, they do. They, I'm really surprised at this because they check that track thoroughly before anybody goes out there and does anything on the racetrack. And I'm really surprised that this didn't get picked up or that um, we have a, a safe a chase vehicle, they call it, that goes out there and makes laps around the track a lot during the day. Um, and I'm really surprised it just didn't get picked up, you know? You know, you, you know it, what the craziest part was of that whole thing? Is they didn't have like a backup set of stairs. They taped it. They back duct taped together. it back together. Did they really? Yeah. And, they, and it got shown on TV with duct tape on. That is redneck like, engineering wow. at its finest. <laughs> this is why we love NASCAR. Yeah. If you can't duck it, yeah. I, I think the fun. question too, and I don't have further information. I don't know if you do. PK, oh, PK's nodding his head. He must. You Tell guys should us. have him on instead yeah. of me. He's got more insider <laughs> than I do. Um, is who pays for that? You know, it's an NBC car. Yeah. It's like. Burton so probably NASCAR has insurance on it. On the- <laughs> so the TV run was moved. It was supposed to be run, you know, at like one o'clock, but then they moved the cup practice up. up to one o'clock. So they moved the TV exhibition run because I don't know about TJ, but when I get to the track and I'm walking to the roof and I hear a race car out there, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I just got fired. <laughs> They're practicing and I'm not up there. But it was a TV run yeah. and that's when he hit it. So I heard that car running and. It didn't sound – the TV car, you can kind of tell because it's just a little bit slower, you know. He must have been running some laps that were like like cup speed laps because he – they were – like that car, I thought cup cars were on the track. I was like, holy cow, what's out there? And um, I knew it wasn't Jeff Burton. <laughs> but then that um, – during the race, the that metal box that – Oh, yeah. Is that not crazy? I know. Yeah. So so we hear the official in the flag stand scream, oh, no, there's, there's debris <laughs> under start finish. And, and we look at it and we're all like, what is that, a radiator? Because <laughs> we're, no, we're, we're 400 yards from this thing. It's not like we're on top of it. I'm like, whose radiator's laying out there? Well, and then they picked it up and I was like, well, definitely ain't a radiator because that'd be hot. Like, yeah. what, what were y'all, what was TV saying? What is that? Yeah, I think I think they knew. I think it was. Um, He's not saying a thing. It caused the, the, the penalties, right? For just, yeah. drivers. Charlemagne Speedway is is mean because remember that cable broke the hit Ambrose's car. Oh, yeah, yes. that was terrible. Like that, that was the Coke Six Hundred. Yeah, it? the cable snaps and hits Ambrose's car and it whips it and it, it destroys it. it did I will say to Kyle um, Bush too. I think it did. It the did. camera angles. In his pit, I the think. camera angles this week were. I like. I thought they were really cool. Yeah, that one on the back stretch. The back stretch. Well. Yeah. we call it the back camera. That, yeah, it was actually really awesome. These visor cams you guys are doing are awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Yeah. yeah. I think it, you know, hopefully the things like that draw people into, you know, yeah. you know, some people are 
like shiny things. It's a Kurt, shiny thing that's out there that if you're yeah. watching, hopefully draws you in. But Kurt Indy was definitely entertaining. Oh, I know. Of all people to have it, that wreck was, oh, that was hard to watch still. Yeah, I was in that. Yeah. Speaking of crazy things it. that happen at the racetrack, remember Pocono when one of the truck series haulers, just this was maybe five years ago or something, um, hit the flag stand and de- yes. <laughs> destroyed the flag destroy stand. Destroyed it. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. We have so many stories. We hit a battery on Saturday. A battery? A battery. Like a, a full size, not like a... That's what you ruined did, your yes. day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we hit the battery out Whose battery the, was it? The Coke girl, who's who's <laughs> silently sliding in here under so a... She, so, she so, gets married, and we don't know who so it is. Chris Devota gets married and keeps her name. Yeah. Right? Chris Devota for her stage name. <laughs> Angela Coke <laughs> gets married, and name. she don't want nobody to know who she is, so she changes her name to Angela Roosh. She cannot drive. Oh my gosh! The <laughs> fact that she was next uh, to our pit stall too. Like Kevin purposely picks that pit stall forty-one, in basically dang, behind the Hendrick Fab shop, and then she's next to us. They should have never let Get her on the track. Dude, she was too slow. And just <clears throat> not ready for that. Like not has not needs to go back to the trucks or you know something even short track racing because you're just not ready for what you're trying to do yet she doesn't need to be i don't know how she gets approved to do that bless her heart you know maybe she can go back and run maybe she can go back and get some experience in the trucks and learn these tracks before you even get into an xfinity car she might want to go rc racing that'd probably be better (laughs) she could have single-handedly taken out justin allgaier from making it to the round that's the thing we're out there with a lot on the line right and she just owners we blew up Yeah, I know you did, but we're still locked in for the round of eight. But that could have been catastrophic. Yeah. Justin comes on the radio and said, um, "We make it through the wreck," and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I think I hit a battery." I'm like, "A battery? Like, how does this? How does she even wreck going that slow? <laughs> how does a battery come out? They're in a box. Ah, uh, the difference like, between the '78 in Xfinity in and Cup. So her box broke. And next, <laughs> at 231, Matthew asks, if you guys ever decide to leave NASCAR and do something else with your life, what job would you do and why? Oh, I want to hear this. <laughs> oh, no, I, I want to hear the guys. Hang on again. Oh, Read that again. I'm I'm still stuck I can't believe we didn't play off of what I just said at all. I'm no. still stuck on yeah, We all just, did. We, we just moved, moved on. Okay. We just moved on. Um, <laughs> for the best. If you ever decide to leave NASCAR and do something else, yeah, what would you do? Oh, I would do, I'm going to write papers. I'm going to write papers. Write papers. Yeah, I'm going to write papers. She needs duct tape. Yeah. Why is your face so red? You're such a child. That was funny. Because he's so entertained by himself. himself. I love my sister. They should duct tape her box (laughs) back shut so the battery stays in. We know how to fix a broke box. I thought Chris to be on the show would just elevate Uh, this a level. Oh, no. She's dirty as. She's dirtier than we are. Just took it right (laughs) down. Right back to normal. When it rained, it got more. (laughs) What was this next question? What would you do if you're not, if you weren't a spotter? I wanted to be a backup dancer for Janet Jackson. I feel like you could have been. I know, but that didn't never really get a chance. But why does it have to end? Why then can't I see you this still... white rapper named Eminem, and I could have definitely been that guy. Like, so I just... could, why could you not? I mean, it's not like you're all your eligibility. You're well, a long I'm fat. Way from, you're I'm, long. <laughs> I'm 40 pounds or 20 years removed from that lifestyle. From being Janet Jackson's yeah. backup dancer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some bigger rappers. Yeah, there's there big are. rappers. The big pun. I mean, <laughs> what? I've missed my opportunity. TJ, what would you do? Um, you be, know, be a gamer. Yeah, I would. professional gamer. gamer. Nerd. That would be awesome. Dork. You know, I'd probably be working on cars somewhere. I'd probably be doing something with cars. That's um, not what he usually says. Or I'd be either doing that or computer networking stuff. One or the other. That's not what he usually says either. What Are you qualified when to do When we did IT all those Q and A's with Sprint, they would say if you weren't. Oh, if I wasn't. If I wasn't spotting, I'd be driving the 88. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's Dale Jr. now. I am. I've, yeah. sp- I've watched him enough. I can do what he does. 
<laughs> I've got enough experience. Crystal, what would you be doing? I'd be writing term papers and selling them. <laughs> I would love that, to know what you would Krista's be doing. dot That might happen. Chewable. I would love Chewable to know what needed. KB would be doing. She'd be buying ghetto shoes for people. What? Why don't you wear your ghetto shoes today? <laughs> They're my got, track shoes. Are you, do you like John Travolta? I'm just curious. What? You're John Travolta. <laughs> so random. It is random. I like Grace. I like the movie Grace. Stand alive. So, Krista, this is where we go into a rant. This is where Brett normally just goes off for about five minutes about NASCAR. I think I did that about the communication. You want me to take his two of his? Do you have anything? So I do have one, and this is not. This is more personal. Um, but coming off of the race, I did the Victory Lane interview with Martin Truex. And obviously, Martin Truex is very emotional, and everyone knows his story off the track. And But I didn't realize when I asked him that social media like lit up with that I went in for – I was trying to make him cry, and what? I went in for the emotion, and you shouldn't have done that. Which is fine if people think that. People are entitled to their opinions. But because I'm friends with Martin and Sherry, it kind of hurt of – you know, yeah. this. they have a story to tell. And every time they tell it – and I, there is a fine line of – we all know, right. you know, right. Sherry's battling. Yeah. But this race was on NBC, meaning it's a whole different audience, meaning people are watching who may never have watched racing Mainstream. before. Mainstream, yeah. So my job as a reporter is to tell stories that are out there and to get people to fall in love with the sport and these drivers. We want people to love Martin Truex Jr., Dale Jr., Elliot, yeah. Clint. And yeah. so it's, you could, he already had the emotion there. So it was, it's kind of one of those, you say, why are you so emotional? And he starts talking about it. So I was just kind of, it's kind of interesting. I talked to Sherry last night and said, Hey, what can I do to like your, it's your story. It's your, I have a microphone. Someone's crazy enough to give me a microphone. They are Let's crazy. use it yeah. to tell your story. What? And she said, no, you didn't go. Like, it is our story. That's part of it. And yeah. I wasn't at the track cause I had chemo four days ago or five days ago right. and was too sick to come, but I'm doing okay. And I'm doing great. And we don't give up. And so anyway, my thing would be if anyone out there, um, thinks that Sherry or Martin want that kind of, that they're, that they're wanting, they're not. They're just, they want to tell their story, but it's not in a Again, you all make it about way. people, though. And, it's and, people. Yeah. If someone out there is battling something and they hear this race car driver is battling it, too, and now you are connected to that race car driver, yeah. that's the whole point, is to draw connections and make connections with people. Yeah, so. you were genuine with your intent, so I all those so. people I, sending but, mean stuff can kiss yeah, my Yeah, well, no, no, it's okay that they, I just, for, I feel like my job is to take them all. protect Martin and Sherry, <laughs> I went too. to nine rounds one time. It's not, about, it's not about protecting me, it's about protecting yeah. Martin and Sherry. I don't think that anyone knows you thinks you're exploiting that story, yeah. either. But that know? was, so that was, yeah. I, I wanted to talk to Sherry, and she said, no, you're, you're good, and... It's yeah, but they're crazy enough to give me a microphone. So yeah, I saw her picture. She tweeted <laughs> pointing at the TV. Isn't yeah, that sweet. And it, yeah. Sherry and and Martin have done more with that with what they you know that uh, catwalk deal. They've that event is really taken off. They've done so much, and you know if there's going to be a and Martin deserves all the success he's having Absolutely. right now as well. So um, I've known Martin since he started driving for Dell Jr. And he started coming down and hanging out. Um, and he's, he, he deserves everything and he's the quietest guy, you know, to, to be this successful. And he never, never ruffles the feathers, never, never, um, you know, he's been wrecked by the best. He's got, you know, Jeff Gordon at Sonoma clean him out. Martin's yep. never, never paid him back. Nothing. Um, you know, so I, it's his I dad is a pile of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pile Senior. of fun. Is oh, that a thing? His name should be Big Fun. <laughs> he's he is he's about five foot tall. He's fun. You never been around him? No, I've never he heard was someone say a pile of fun. We don't remember that. 
blocking all that oh, out. Gosh. Yeah, I, I heard your HR department didn't like me telling all them stories about y'all on Fire and Ice. We don't really have one. We started this show with HR department, <laughs> and we're kind of ending the show with HR department. It's a good right. show. You know those meetings you come over for? You got one after yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I called it a meeting. A person, you come over here. No. Yeah, no. you got a meeting right after the show. Do y'all have HR department here? I think we just hired someone, right? <laughs> we didn't have because one for of like, this show. Because of this show and because my stories. Yeah. of Brett and TJ. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't throw me in there. We. Listen, you left Ryan Newman at the airport. It's a we. No, no, it's a we in this story. We. we. It's, it's Brett. And Brett, then, do you have anything? I just want to say, you know, coming Careful. off the hills of all the Careful. Vegas stuff that happened. <laughs> I'm serious. Coming off the hills of all the Vegas stuff that happened, you know, I think the doctors and nurses that took care of all those people were kind of left out of the storyline. I know first responders are a big deal. But, man, I think a lot of lives were probably saved at those hospitals, at the four hospitals those people are taken to. I know it's still a tragedy, but I, I just feel like – Somebody needs to say thank you to all of them, so it may as well be me since my motherly figure is in here making us softer after our story of being mean about Matt Tift earlier. <laughs> thank you, nurses and doctors. Absolutely. That's I've read uh, – Thank you. So I did sweet. see USA Today um, did a – published a – they went and looked up all the victims, and they did a story. They did a little paragraph about all of them, right. and it was uh, – I thought that was really nice to do. Yeah, um, they said a lot of good things about all them people, and I thought that was really nice. There's still more love in this world than there is hate. I yeah. agree with that, and, and that was displayed that day by everybody yeah. that did good things versus one idiot that did a bad thing. Yeah, know? I agree. This is the point in the show, Crystal, where okay. we talk about how good I am at picking race car drivers, and TJ's okay. not so good. So we have hashtag DBC picks, and currently Brett is besting TJ by four races. And we've only got how many races left? Six or seven? Six. six. Six left. I've closed the gap. Is it so six? So you guys need to pick for So you can Halladega. pick them again? So we reset. We reset for the playoff. Okay. So you can just try to pick the winner of the race. You want me to pick the winner? Yes. TJ has to pick first because he lost. Okay. So he's going to pick first. And this then is I coming pick. off a four-game win streak It takes about 10 minutes here. to and pick his pick. driver. I know I'm going with. He going uh, I'm going to roll with the 88, man. False I'm, man. If he's going with his guy, I'm going with my guy. Oh, so go I'll ahead take, put me down for the you're win. You're going with Clint I'll, at Talladega. I'll take Clint. <laughs> I don't have a over guy. Dale Jr. at Talladega. You don't have Is a it guy. Unethical guy. for you to pick one. No, I'll go. Um, it's not. No, I don't think so because it doesn't mean I know what I'm talking about at all. <laughs> if so, she would be in Vegas. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Denny Hamlin. That's a oh, big one. All right. I think the you two obvious choices, honestly, looking back at the, the last few years, I think the two and 22 are the best two at it right now. I don't know what they've got figured out, but they're fast. Obviously, Doug Yates is building their engines, and he's a big plate guy. Yeah. I mean, he gets into it. But I think the, the two and 22 are going to be the, 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 the two that we ultimately all have to beat. I think it's great that it's not an elimination race. You know, Talladega why, why, as a Why did y'all not like that? Like why, why I, did I just feel like it's too much. It's just too I mean, Talladega already kind of stands on its own. To put it as an elimination, it just feels like it's too much. Yeah. Where now Kansas has something, you know, and, and I'm not saying that. Right. But speaking of, so here's my thing. Kansas, you got Kansas qualifying. How important is Kansas qualifying? Right. Because it sets, right? It sets pits for Martinsville. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's to me, that's like the story for me for Kansas. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And Martinsville pit road's huge. Yeah. So that you is win the poll at Kansas. Yeah, you have the poll at Kansas, but you just gave yourself, in essence, Martinsville, which I don't like. I don't like that either. That's BS. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it is it's big, though. When you see that guy come off, you, you see him come in fourth or fifth and leave with a lead because of qualifying last week. Yep. How about we talk about what we did this week? They used to We've do that. We've been doing it in Xfinity all IRP, year. Right. They would do that. Um, similar to that. But 
that shouldn't do that. Logano almost won the race at Dover solely in the the Xfinity Series, solely because of how the car qualified the week before. He wasn't even driving the car. He kept coming on pit road fourth and fifth and coming off first because Dover's one of those tight pit roads. And I'm sitting there going, this is not right. Yeah. I created a whole new rant without even over, meaning. I think, I think <laughs> it was Darlington. Well, this just it was means Darlington. it's going to get fixed. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. Because this, this is the podcast that everyone fixed, Yeah, to. This is going to get fixed now. So, yeah. We better start getting text messages when it's raining every 15 minutes going, what y'all yeah, are doing? Not an email. I don't want no, no. lightning email. I got that's lightning email. That's my rant. We get emails and texts from NASCAR five minutes after everyone else knows. What is the point? Just stop texting me. Right. I got an email last night that was lightning in Richmond. <laughs> did you get that? So David Hoots, who runs the operations for the race, as we all know, he thinks it's, it's a good idea for spotters to get lightning alerts. Okay. So we get lightning alerts at every racetrack all around the country now. Like it's not so we can leave the roof when they say spotters leave the roof. We don't need an alert. So our email is just full of lightning alerts. But you're getting them for and all. You, I spammed it. I muted it. I blocked it. It still, still comes there. in. Yeah. So we were doing the post race show last night, and we toss up to the booth. Rick, Jeff, and Steve are doing a hit from the booth. Yeah. So as we toss up to them. This is maybe 5.30, 5, I don't know what time. Um, but you see the big jumbotron behind them that yeah. says, weather in the area, please, or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But we're all on, t- we're all on <laughs> TV with giant metal poles everywhere. Yeah, like so, so I got to ask you before we go into yeah. this thing, you guys are one-upping Fox right now. You're Why? getting You're getting Dale Jr. I know. That is. <laughs> what in the world are How? you going to do with this guy? Well, first of all, Anything you, should hire, we want. you should probably hire a spotter, too. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Like, seriously. Like, I'm not asking you to give away any top no, secret no, no, stuff, I, but I'm actually asking you to give it away. Similar to weather at a racetrack, I do not have insider information. So oh, yeah, I don't know. She's, lo- she's He's telling. going to be Listen, doing I'll the talk weather for you. Yeah. Tell me who you're spotting Lightning's for. Lightning's going to strike you're in here. <laughs> Lightning's getting ready to strike in this room. Send the email. Look out. Yeah, when, when, when TJ tells me who he's spotting for and you tell me who Danica's driving for, okay. I'll tell you what we're going to do with Dale Jr. Well, you start, Brett. <laughs> Somebody. Well, no, that's going to be cool. It's I'm be excited because I just didn't want to see him not. Obviously, he has this platform in Junior Motorsports. is a massive platform. I mean, just look at this podcast we got. <laughs> look at, I know. But yeah. I didn't want to see him disappear you know yeah. like i didn't want to see him be a mark martin you know so i'm, I'm glad that he's got a life that after that i can still get a ride home second half of the year mm-hmm. there you yeah. go it's, it's still, that's what it all boils down you. to have you yep. seen those road signs out there that say one way they name those after, after tj, TJ. <laughs> yeah i do think what dale jr be on concierge. Uh, does may not realize is we do a lot of meetings like he's gonna be i don't know how he's gonna handle meetings he's probably just gonna send tyler that's a good idea. That's true. It's <laughs> a great idea. Yeah. He's just going to send Tyler. Tyler, go to this meeting and tell me what they do. Yep. Okay. Smart man. It yeah. should, he should put it in his contract. Every I only time, do uh, so many it's meetings. It's just big that y'all, you know, the the he, typical Dale Jr. is T-shirt Dale. Yeah, now yeah. he's makeup Dale coming out. Yeah, I mean, like, this is going to be big. <laughs> this guy's going to be dressing up every week. Makeup, everything. Yeah. He's going to be out there and it's going to rain. He's going to be like, oh, go to the bathroom real quick, fix it. We fix did a photo makeup. shoot a couple years ago and we gave him this polo to put on. He's like... I don't wear collars. This is going to be a big deal if I put this polo on. And I was like, man, I hope it's a big deal today. He put it on. But he didn't like it. Next year we had a t-shirt made for yeah, him. Yeah, t-shirt Dale. He conveniently has, like, we get we get our racing t-shirts. Like, we get some Hendrick t-shirts. He has, Racing t-shirts? He gets his with all the logos on him. Mm-hmm. Like, his t-shirt. Right. Yeah, I'm like, where, why can't we get them? He looks like Lance Armstrong when he puts he, on his t-shirt. <laughs> he, I wonder if... Does he, though? Hey, you should... <laughs> we should sponsor his, uh, his bike. 
Yeah, because he needs we money. Him, we should get him that. We should <laughs> get that. I've asking uh, for bike kits. We should get a door bumper clear logo on the back of his. I can't uh, even get a door bumper clear T-shirt. I'm We've been doing this show, show for three show years. And he yeah. won't even give us a T-shirt. I told we you he's one way. Yeah, we need to do something door bumper clear. Yeah, they are for sale at mynname.com. Okay. <laughs> What's <laughs> mynname.com? Oneway.com is probably where they're for Actually, sale at. It's going to be door bumper yeah. clear soon. Yeah, there's a shirt. Who's, yeah. the, who's the See? likeness? Can you believe he put his is face? T- he's oh, like Papa yeah. John's. He puts his own face on his stuff. So it's, that's, it's right. TJ, that's TJ. On yeah, that's mm-hmm. me. So you can just get left out? It's he his, won't give it to us. It's for his shirt. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start my own door bumper clear. I just say bumper clear. I'm not going to put my face on it, though. It should just say, like, halfback, quarterback, one back. Enough yeah. t-shirt. There's <laughs> not enough t-shirt out, for your face. The F-bomb. Out the, out the back. <laughs> just a lot of, you have, like, a number sign, just the yeah. F, and then a lot of Just put an F-bomb symbols. on it. <laughs> well, this was fun. Krista, thank you so much for my making pleasure. some time for You're us. The best. Coming my to pleasure. the Dirty Mo. I love coming in. Do you guys still use the, you guys still use the intro? We did last year. Yeah. Yeah, you want to do crazy. a new one? Do no, you have well, one yes. in your mind? No, I, I just don't remember what the, what the old one sounded so like. So it was, you said how great we were. You said something along the lines of, you may not be able to repeat this to your kids, but you will be entertained. That's that's pretty Door accurate. Door bumper clear is on. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. You dropped it. Now we got sure, Dale cool. Jr. doing something. Yeah, yeah. well, listen, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I no longer if control what Jr. goes. He talks about his appreciation tour. 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 Hey, Elliot. Tour. Have you, you got heard, tour, Brett? Have you heard it? <laughs> Do you ever listen to our podcast, TJ? Them, them guys. Yeah. If he's not on it, he it's won't support fans, it socially. Sponsors, team. Oh, wait, I do have an event. We have an appreciation tour party Saturday Xfinity Day at Texas. For thirty nine bucks, you can get a ticket. Uh, I think it's a garage pass. You're and making you can come TJ and I tent. come to that. Yes. Yeah, so we have Q and A's for all of our drivers. Plus TJ and Brett. It's will only thirty nine dollars. Yeah. Wow. Food, what's my Bev? TJ's rake on this? You get yeah. nothing. Uh. Okay. You get nothing. We get a you, beer after? Listen, Tiff Pepsi. approved it for you. you company, I approved it on behalf of you. Do you have a company credit card? <laughs> I do not, but we can expense things. Oh, perfect. Am I supposed to be doing something? Sit well, down. I thought you'd buy me a beer if I go do this appearance. Anyway, nah. so you can go on to TexasMotorSpeedway.com <laughs> and buy your tickets and come see us. It's at the um, the race day, t- race day U tent that is on Sunday. So Where come see all of us. All right. Pretty Thanks, cool. everyone. Thanks to One awesome. Man. Thanks to Exalta. Oh, Thanks I just, you, okay, I got a poem. Thanks to PK. Okay. A poem? Okay. This should be good. I know. Well, I was working on it while you were talking about that. Kind of. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) One says holla and likes to dance. The other's given Dale Jr. a chance. TJ and Brett have been known to crack a beer. They're the eyes. You've got your ears on door bumper clear. There you go. See, you write it. That was rough around the edges. You write it, I'll wrap it, and we can be. (laughs) I know. She can can write turn papers and be a rapper. Yeah. (laughs) I'll write some rap lyrics. Yeah. (laughs) Also, so all the uh, listeners know, Krista was just raising the roof. (laughs) I was. The roof is the ceiling. The roof is the ceiling. If if it's never been more obvious that I am not a rapper, it's when I do that. Do that. That's pretty. I'm pretty Iowa. What about some like Hallmark cards or something? I mean, that might be good. Yeah. Oh. Maybe some kids' books. Some Hallmark cards. <laughs> TJ's looking for a way out of this deal because he can't find a spotting job. So maybe oh, I'll help brother. you. All right. So do, do analysts need assistance? <laughs> like, like personal assistance? <laughs> so, that's what PK does during the week. Ah, can I get a turn assistant? I'll talk he's, to you after the show. He's all the info. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, you're gone. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> Thank uh, you, guys. We know y'all have a hectic schedule. We didn't yeah. get the tractors on. What, what, what race you... are you most looking forward to in these last six? Obviously, Homestead's Homestead. Yeah, but they, all, they all. I mean, the playoffs are so. I mean, I'm not like it's not just a line. The playoffs are so cool because every race has yeah. something. 
Yeah. Would so, you like to see us not end in Homestead every year? No, I like Homestead. I, yeah. I haven't really put much thought into if it should rotate or not yeah. or something like that. I'm, I'm, this week is the a stressful week for a lot. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Tennessee's playing the Cox, Josh. You want a little friendly wager? I'm going, bud. I don't know. What do you it want on the game? What do you the, want to do? He asked if you wanted to bet. Tennessee bet is not what do you want to bet? Year. No, Tennessee is Let's not. Let's go on the record right here. <laughs> your favorite to win by three. You're at home. What do you want for a wager? Uh, this is your opportunity. Hot vodka shots on Monday during door oh, for Clay. No. no. What do you want? I don't know. That sounds awful. If you got unlimited, you got a public audience listening to you get the name of the wager and you're not going to take anything. I don't know. What Let Joshy think about it. He'll come back and put it on Twitter. Yeah. I'll put it on Twitter. Well, next time we'll have to talk about We didn't even talk about the red blooded binder. I know. Championship tractor. Tractor. National champion. The red what? Red-blooded binder. That's the name of it? Mm-hmm. So the, the tractor pull that I went to in Ohio. Did you go to Bowling Green? coolest thing ever. Yeah, and he won PK it. PK won it this mm-hmm. year. Last year. Yeah. I went three years ago. And, you know, it used to be Michigan weekend. We right, could go so down. Right, timeout. And they've screwed the schedule up. But that was one of the coolest events. Cheese curds, cold beer, <laughs> and tractor pulling. I'm in. Yeah, 40,000 people. I'd have thought more than that. Like, it was packed. Yeah, it was fun. So, yep. you're the champion. We're going to have to champion. tweet a picture of that tractor, too. We're going to have to send a picture of it. It's international. Yep. Yeah. So, when we're not at the racetrack, we're at the county fairs. Yeah. That's racetrack, awesome. But a different type of racetrack, yep. kind of. Don't forget your yep. duct tape and don't break your box. Yep. We're out. <laughs> yeah. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 